The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Ferrella Palace, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny loves when she gets a fresh batch of the LSD feminized seeds in New York City, the Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, ready to travel in some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do all my friends to come around, flat to flat to party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess this town's tattered, my brain splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake it Hey, what's kicking? I'm Pharrell, along with Carver. Hi, this evening. And how about the Tampa Bay Lightning? They're banner raising tonight at Amelie in the Gulf Coast. Sellout crowd, big celebration, back-to-back Stanley Cups. And in honor of that, they rolled out the blue carpet, if you will, for the Penguins, who have proceeded to kick their ass all night long, three to nothing with five and a half minutes to go. And now the Lightning are on the board right when I say it. Three to one as, as I think it was Steven Stamkos got it late, five and a half to go. The Penguins with goals early on from uh, Heinen. And then how about the story with Brian Boyle hasn't played in a couple years, signs a deal today with the Penguins, comes on the ice, plays, and goes five hole. And Simone, the other one, they're going to give that goal to Sorelli, I believe. And wow, it seemed like Stamkos really hit it. Maybe I'm crazy. It's got to be, oh, Sorelli was the one that deflected it. I get it. All right, fair enough. Who cares? 3-1 Penguins. And I know that uh, no one saw that coming. No Crosby, no Malkin. Uh, They also have Gensel out. I mean, the whole team is out, right? And then they go to Tampa and kick the Lightning's ass all night long. All three periods, they've dominated them. And none of their best players are playing. They're playing with a bunch of other guys. And my favorite regular season goalie who wins big games uh, when they don't matter, Tristan Jari getting involved tonight with a, oh, on an empty nutter. With a four to one Penguins. Oh, scratch my back with a hacksaw. She wants to sell my monkey in honor of my playing. 
Penguins go up 4-1 on the Stanley Cup champs, back-to-back champs. And the last team to do it prior to the Lightning Carver High were the Penguins. And they've both done it. And then you start the three-peat season with a big, fat, juicy L. Um, you're getting them with the big, fat, juicy L. Uh, what a night, honestly, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Nobody playing, defending cup champs. They're raising the banner. Who cares, baby? They still walk away with the win. So the question begs, are you going to watch the Seattle crack and play Vegas tonight? Or are you going to watch from uh, Chavez Ravine and the Dodgers trying to stave off elimination against the Giants? And that game's already underway. I'll tell you about it in a second. I wanted to welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, near Tijuana. Tijuana. Sports map, sports byline, armed forces, hoopah, soldier. It's Pharrell on a bench. So two to nothing Dodgers in the bottom of the third inning at Chavez Ravine, Dodger Stadium. And here's how it happened. In the first, Turner doubled to right center and don't call me Bob Seeger scored. That made it one nothing. And then Taylor hit a sack fly to left. Lux scored. Bellinger went to second on that. So two nothing Dodgers. I think they're going with obviously um Walker Bueller on no rest. I said today on Coast to Coast that I thought the Dodgers would get it done tonight at home. And that the other night when they lost, it was 50 degrees. The wind was blowing. And I mean, everything that went deep into the outfield ended up blowing back in. And the outfielders had to make adjustments for sure. How do you think the Dodgers will do tonight? Do you think they'll hold them off up to nothing early? Or do you think they'll uh, have more problems from the Giants? It just seems like the way that the early going here, that this is going to be a Dodger night. I mean, 2 nothing already. They've got a couple more on in the third. They're going to get this thing back to San Francisco. I, I, you see, because if this gets to 4 nothing or 5 nothing, I don't know, Scotty, if the Giants have the type of offense that's going to be able to come back from a hole like that. I think the games like last night are the type of games the Giants need to win. This is going to be turning out more like game two where the Dodgers score a whole bunch of runs. All right, so is this game, uh, is the is the second game, the Vegas Kraken game? In yes. Vegas, is that on uh, Is that on after this game, a doubleheader? Yes, doubleheader. That's also on the leader. I mean, it's crazy that the Penguins are getting involved and getting it done tonight. And then we got the new team, uh, the Seattle Kraken, going at it with the last expansion team. Vegas, the Golden Knights, who've had great seasons and runs to the Stanley Cup Finals, you name it. we got a lot going on tonight. We'll keep our eyes on the baseball and the hockey on a bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. The Dodgers lead the Giants in a must-win. They have to win this game tonight at the Ravine or their season ends. It's that simple. So they're up 2 nothing, and everything seems in order. And then the Astros today eliminated the White Sox. The overrated White Sox, again, everybody thinks the Chicago White Sox are God's gift to the baseball world. And they lost. They're finished. Season over. I thought Tony La Russa, you know, handled his business, did his job. There's no doubt that they were, I, I think, decent, above average at best in that crappy central division. I, I never was scared of them. They had basically the same record as the Yankees. I've said it a million times. And I wasn't afraid of the Yankees either. But the White Sox are done now. And the Astros go to their fifth straight. Can you even imagine five straight ALCS? I mean, are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. That's crazy. I, I didn't that's realize a, it was. Nice I didn't realize it was five straight uh, that they had gone to. Man, uh, and it's like we said on Coast to Coast today. That lineup is just built for October. They always say, you know, better pitching always beat good pitching always beats good hitting. Those dudes mash. I mean, and they know how to mash in October. Jeez, that's that's going to be a wild uh, series between them and the Red Sox. It's going to be painful to watch, but it's going to be a wild series. Not going to be a lot of good pitchers. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, And now you can't write off uh, the Red Sox. No. Because they've gone out and they've done the job. I mean, they eliminated the race, the best team maybe in baseball, got rid of them. That's it. You're out. See you later. And uh, they move on. And so, I mean, what are you going to do? Um, I I hate them. I don't want to watch them ever in the uh, ALCS plan for a pennant. It makes me sick to my stomach. Plus, they beat the Yankees. That made me uh, very angry. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of hearing that the Yankees are going to keep Boone. Nothing ever happens to Boone. Nothing ever happens to Cashman. They keep running out the same crap every year, the same crap that never gets it done. And then I got to sit here and watch the Boston Red Sox play for pennants. I've had it, like, completely had it up to here. I am done with it. I can't even take it. The Braves, they moved on to the NLCS with a 5-4 one of the Brewers. Again today on Coast to Coast, I said, the Brewers remind me of the White Sox. A lot of hype. We heard about their great pitching all year. And I told you today on C2C that it's, you know, April, May, June, July. It certainly wasn't August and September. Great pitching, great bullpen. It all imploded and they don't matter. You lose. See ya. Maybe they could go down to Chicago and eat a deep dish with the White Sox. I think there was two things. I think there was two things for the Brewers here. Number one. I think that it didn't help them that they put, didn't play a competitive game for two months. I mean, they ran away with the Central. They, they, they were playing for nothing. And number two, their bats just weren't good enough. 
they did not have a strong enough lineup to support that great pitching. Because, I mean, when you look at it before tonight, like the Braves didn't score that many runs in those two games before tonight. Bruce just didn't score. I mean, they had bagels. They had nothing. They couldn't put any runs across. And they didn't support that pitching at all. So I think they have an offense issue. They need to add some other bats. And I think that they fell asleep at the wheel the last uh, two months, you know, with everything wrapped up. So I think Freeman's homer in the eighth inning broke a tie and made it 5-4. The Braves had been down in this game. Uh, Obviously, uh, I mean, they were down. Milwaukee led 2-0, then the Braves tied it in the fourth. And then Tellez, a homer to center, made it 4-2. Brewers in the fifth. Bottom of the fifth, Peterson grounded into a fielder's choice. Albies scored, Duvall to second, Riley to third. And then uh, Darno single to right. Riley scored in the fifth. That tied it. And then Freeman's homer to center field, 428. What's the difference? 5-4 Braves. And they had, I mean, in terms of, I just want to see the pit- pitching. Listen to this. Morton, Chavez, Yanoa, Minner, Jackson, Matzik, and Smith. I mean, they had the whole team going out there. They were all pitching. Charlie Morton went three and a third, gave up two earned runs, one walk, five Ks, just light work pretty much. And then the bullpen went to work and the Braves move on. So they'll meet the winner of this series uh, between the Dodgers and Giants. Uh, The last time I checked, the Dodgers had the bases loaded. Yep. And just got an out at the plate, a force out, I believe. Yeah, so they still haven't scored a run. It's two zip. Uh, when they had bases loaded, everybody thought they were going to start raking, but they haven't done that yet. Still two zip. Now two outs. And the hero from the other night going back uh, to the wild card game against the Cardinals was uh, Chris Taylor with that home run to left center, basically left field. And uh, the place went crazy. Calypso Bay for the Dodgers to move on to get into this series with their arch rival, the Giants. So, I mean, the Dodgers, uh, you and I both liked them today. Do you think the Giants can go home and wrap it up and win game five and go to the NLCS? Or will the Dodgers steal another one, go back to the NLCS, and try to repeat as World Series champs if they can get through it? I think the Giants are going to win on Thursday night. If they end up winning this game here, I think that they will win the game five at home. Uh, at uh, at Oracle, I just I just think okay. it's been their year. It's been their year. How about uh, the Penguins? I just wanted to tack on a couple more. Yeah, six to two was the final <laughs> score at Amelie. Is that a nice way? Now listen, if you start your season that way, uh, you know, going for a three peat and you lose your opener on Banner Night, is that a bad, you know? sign from above that you're going to have a long season wow. are they still because they lost some pieces right they did well they that's some guys that made them they play. lost they lost their grit they lost their sandpaper they lost coleman and goudreau and gourd and all those guys in the bottom dirty six word. who did all the dirty stuff now tampa will probably still have a good regular season and but i don't think they're gonna get their deep playoff team anymore yeah they still have the stars they still have the guys that can score goals but what wins every year in the playoffs? We watch it every year. You need those guys who make plays and to. score big goals, and Tampa doesn't have that anymore, and that's going to be their problem. I don't care if they rip through the regular season and get 115 points 
they were they sure they sure were sleeping a night. I mean, six to two. I know a lot of that was at the end with a bunch of empty nets, but uh, honestly, that's an awful effort at home with the banner going up. The fans were sitting on their hands all night at Emily. You yeah. heard a pin drop in there. It was beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> now, are you taking Vegas tonight or are you yes. taking Seattle? Yes, I'm Vegas? taking Whoa. Vegas. We we didn't really get to talk about this much. I don't think – I know that everybody's, like, hyped up on Seattle. This ain't Vegas again. This team has no scoring. This is not – this team isn't making the playoffs. They're not doing any of this. This is going to be like a, a regular expansion team, like we're, we were used to in the past with expansion teams. Oh, you mean like uh, all the bad teams that yes. have come into the league and that's, got no that's what you're getting all, and a crappy team? That's what you're Here's getting Taylor out of this. Taylor hitting the wall, but the Giants make the grab at the wall, and then they leave him loaded up. They had a chance to break the game open, but came away Ooh. with nothing. Close. Unbelievable. Hey, that'll spark the Giants. It's only 2 nothing here now. They get out of this massive jam. Look out. I mean, uh, it could have been five. It could have been four or five runs easy, and they come away right where they were, and this is huge for the Giants if they can come back in this game. All they need to do is get some base runners on and try to score some runs, see if they can get it going. Unbelievable. All right, uh, we're trying to chase down people. I don't know if we're going to be successful. Either way, we're going to rock it. we got to get the hockey game going. we got baseball going. We're gambling heavily on a bench. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, we're on a bench. We got Ricaro at Amelie tonight where he saw the Penguins. Kill the Lightning, the back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champs fall in their banner raising, and the Penguins get it done 6-2. to two. Rick was at the game tonight, our sports business and legal insider on Sports Grid on Coast to Coast and Pharrell on a bench. What did you think of the uh, pin-dropping event they had there tonight? You could hear a pin drop in the building. Everyone was doing it. No one made any noise, so everyone could hear the pins drop. What a great idea by the franchise to have that kind of night so that the Penguins could roll in there without any other star players and absolutely beat their ass. Well, if it was, if it was a, a four-game season or a three-game season, I'm sure the Lightning would be worried about it. But it's, uh, what, 162? Oh, no, that's baseball. But, uh, yeah, listen, it, it's uh, – uh, I, I was sitting with some, you know, people that, that matter, and, and, and they were all trying to figure out – uh, whether or not it was a real important game. And, and uh, I think the whole league is focused on the, the game that's happening right now. Uh, this was, uh, you know, ESPN paid homage this, this afternoon, early evening, because this was the first ESPN regular season game uh, of, of what will be uh, a robust relationship. So all the top execs were, were there. And uh, obviously uh, Jeff Vinnick and the Lightning, they forgot the memo about the team playing well. But again, you know, I, I remember vividly a lot of early uh, games uh, uh, that celebrated some special circumstances. Lincoln Financial Field, I forgot what year it was, but we were all kind of excited about opening that stadium and Sylvester Stallone 
you know, ran down from the right field stands and everybody went, or the, the, the end zone, everybody went crazy. The Buccaneers kicked their ass. So, you know, it, it doesn't automatically mean anything, and I'm not too worried about it, uh, even as a Lightning fan. They're back-to-back, and Pittsburgh is not to not. Although, right in the true, the last back-to-backs before the Lightning were the, yeah. were the uh, uh, Penguins. Yeah, was, the Penguins. It was the Penguins. I remember. So they know how to yeah. get it done with, you know, they got five Stanley Cups. Thanks. We're doing fine with our, you know, winning championships in Pittsburgh. Everybody loves to, you know, talk bad about the Penguins and the Steelers, you know, with all their Super Bowls and Stanley Cups. Everyone should just have conversations about somebody else. You know what I mean? And they did it yeah. with yeah. none of their star players playing in the game. Right. And, uh, look, I-, I don't know if you watched part of it. I, I You know, watching it live – you get a little bit of a perspective. It was, it, perspective. It, it was a little slower than uh, a, a regular season, mid-season game. It, lo- it looked like it, it felt like the, uh, the Lightning were still playing preseason. All right, so let's hit some of these 15 to watch as we get into uh, your sheet for the week. You know, Fubo Gaming is partnered with the Cavs as Ohio gets closer to legalizing sports betting. Everybody's doing it in every state now. We do this weekly now. Every time you're on, we're talking about more people making money. Well, and you're also talking about the people that uh, don't get it. You know, there are still some states that are trying to cling to the the moral antiquities and saying, uh, you know, gambling's bad. Well, the only thing bad about about gambling is that the other states are siphoning money that ought to be yours. And, uh, you know, uh, the Fubo brand appears inside Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse for the Cavaliers during the season, generates a lot of money. Uh, Fubo went public on the New York Stock Exchange in October 2020, and now they have a betting lounge inside MetLife through its deal with the Jets. So obviously more and more companies are not just getting involved with teams, but they're doing facilities inside of stadiums so the nba renewed their american express partnership and added like a 2k integration what's that about yeah well we you know we're talking about partnerships with nba and american express and and 2k uh, 2k 22 uh is the kind of vehicle for it there is thirty-five thousand uh, uh units of virtual currency Used in the video game if uh, uh, an American Express card is 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 used, and they'll apply it to all the NBA, WNBA, G League. But they've also got these sponsorships with the Nets and the Celtics and the Bulls and the Lakers and the Heat. So American Express is using their credit card to try to get more money into the NBA. Uh, Pacioretty just scored for Vegas. They're on the board first in this matchup with the expansion Kraken. And off and running, Vegas up one zip. How about Newcastle United and their new ownership group? They have more money than God. Yeah, I don't think God has anywhere near $464 billion. That's what the Saudi Public Investment Fund has. And, you know, the deal with uh, Sheikh Mansour and his purchase of Man City, that's a big dollar, a uh, big deal. The guy's worth $22 billion. Great. But the investment fund is worth nearly half a trillion. So when Newcastle gets bought, they won't be relegated because, you know, the problem with the Premier League is it's all about the owner's willingness to spend. The salary cap is non-existent, 
and that's why Man City and Chelsea and Man U and Liverpool are always up there. Now count Newcastle as being up there as well. All right, what about uh, sports betting in Florida? It's going to start in a couple days from now. Well, yeah, and the thing is the compact is signed. So for 40 years, you were down here, you realized what was happening. Everybody was talking about gambling, but it didn't happen. And then they had a deal with the Seminoles and Governor DeSantis where he said, we're going to start authorizing you on October 15. You cut your mobile betting deals with racetracks uh, or stadiums or teams. So there will be at least one in each city. Probably by mid-November, all the deals are done. So you use the mobile apps at the uh, venue. It funnels through Hard Rock, which is the subsidiary that's going to be used by the Seminoles. And a lot of money for Florida, a lot of money for infrastructure. Finally, after 40 years, there's going to be gaming. Well, what did we have to do? We used to have to go out on boats, right, to gamble down there. We'd go out over, you know, deep-sea international waters, and then they keep you hostage on the boat all night. You remember that? Yeah, and you, you, you have to drink the cheap, you know, watered-down liquor. And when I was doing all the stadium stuff, remember in the 80s, we were passing referendums that would include uh, hotel expansion for convention centers. And what it really was was when gambling was uh, approved, you go to the second floor and you see these, you know, cupola, the, uh, the, the, the got watch areas. All of these convention centers were built as, as gaming areas. It just for the last 50 years, it didn't happen. Now it's going to happen. So how about in Louisiana, 13 of the 20 casinos have already applied for their sports betting licenses, and it's uh, going to be money-making time down in the bayou. Yes, it is. And the difference is that the state hadn't even approved it yet. So remember, Caesars did its deal with the LSU Bulldogs, uh, the Tigers, uh, Bulldogs, the Tigers. You know, we, we don't care about LSU this year. They're not even in the top 25. But Caesars did their deal. So LSU gets its stuff, as well as casinos in Shreveport and New Orleans and other places. The difference is it hasn't been officially approved by the legislature, but it will be. And once it is, all of these deals will become effective. How about uh, DraftKings? Uh, they made a $20 billion offer to purchase UK-based betting company Entain. Yeah, well, Entain is the big boy over there, obviously. A filing with the London Stock Exchange, the $11 billion all-stock offer from MGM was rejected. That wasn't enough. And now Entain, which has all of their tentacles in all of the gambling across the pond may do this deal. And if they do, it becomes an even bigger deal for DraftKings than it ever has been before. So the NFL ratings are up 17% from last year with the first four weeks of the season being the most watched since 2015. Uh, always the glowing reports from every league about their enormous ratings gains. <laughs> yeah. And then the money comes, and then you got to figure out how to allocate it. You know, each league gets poor when negotiation time comes, but each league gets rich when they're talking about the TV revenues. And so this is a good example. You know, NBC uh, talked about, for the first time, ratings that included not just traditional TV, but Peacock, NBC Sportsnet, the digital platform. So not surprising, week three broadcasts of the NBC Sunday Night Football game, 21.1 million viewers 
which was up a significant amount, not only because the games are better or good, but they're also counting all the eyeballs, which they should do in the first place. What did you think of these uh, former players that got busted for uh, insurance fraud, NBA players? (laughs) Yeah. How about this? Uh, Tony Allen, Terrence Williams, Glenn Davis, the 18 players, not big names except maybe those. The scheme was dealing with the NBA retirement fund, and the insurance uh, fraud was about uh, injuries that they thought they had uh, 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 sustained. They're trying to collect. Uh, They didn't collect. Uh, Probably stupid. Uh, I've never seen an indictment that says that the scheme was uncovered in part because of the sloppy work of the defendants. So the indictment was not only because they broke the law, but they were stupid. But they were, like, getting money for insurance fraud, and that's really the gist of it. And they were basically uh, criminals, and now they're screwed because of it. We got a lot more to hit with Mr. Haro, and it's 2 to nothing Vegas now. As they get another one early in the first, still 13 left. Vegas up on the expansion, cracking two to nothing in Sin City. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, so the second goal from Vegas was Marcheseau and Pacioretty, the first goal, 2 nothing, Vegas on the expansion crack in their first game in the league. That counts, right? And Betts hit a two-run homer for the Dodgers. They lead an elimination game now for them. They, they have to win, and they're up 4 nothing, trying to do it tonight to send it back to Oracle for a closeout game five, winner take all. And we got our eyes on these games tonight. We're talking to Rick Harrell, our sports business and legal insider on SportsGrid. The Nets uh, preparing not to have Kyrie Irving suit up for home games this season. He can't practice. He can't play in Brooklyn. And every day that I see this story, the more I think that he's an idiot. Yeah, well, and let's see what happens with the compensation. All the stories are going to start uh, coming out about paid, not getting paid. And, uh, you know, not, not only uh, does he let the fan base down, he may not care about that, but Steve Nash is talking about what the expectations are. And Andrew Wiggins was also planning to go unvaccinated this season. He decided to get the shot in order to play the Warriors home games this year. So you're going to see a lot of that as a trend. And we'll just see what happens to Kyrie Irving. Let's see if he does uh, uh, team uh, versus self. You know, I think he's as weird as um, Kanye West. I really do. And I don't think he's going to bend at all. I think he's going to miss every game at home and practice. He's not going to do any of it. And he thinks he's smarter than everybody. And I think Wiggins just was forced to do it, knowing that he would lose the money. He's going to lose all that money. And then you start bringing women into it, uh, seriously, wives, and they're just, uh, they're not having it, where you're just going to stop making millions. 
that roll in every month and then you're not going to get anything because you wouldn't get a shot in your arm. I mean, it really is ridiculous at some point. So uh, MLB viewership is up from last year, but still has ways to go to reach the pre-print, uh, excuse me, pandemic numbers. Obviously, uh, the fans dropped from the year before uh, when they have, uh, you know, the numbers are down for that. But uh, what's the bottom line here, Rick? Well, the bottom line is the numbers are down partially because, you know, COVID was zero. And, and, uh, and uh, even with uh, uh, people able to come back, it wasn't an immediate 100% capacity this year. So that's explainable. The increase in television is largely because you had some dramatic races. You had a couple of really highlight games. And so I think the same story as with football, which is the crowds are, are up. Uh, they'll be up higher. Uh, everybody's coming back. The baseball ratings were pretty good, but again, could be better. Wow. How about this guy for Sporting Kansas City, Philippe Hernandez? He's going to miss the entire season because he got caught betting on MLS games. Well, so, and we'll get to Pete Rose in a minute, right? I think I love that story. It's, it's in here. We'll talk about that. But uh, th- this is one of the first, I guess, uh, uh, casualties of the betting uh, policing. And I guess the leagues have to crack down on people that think they're going to get away with that stuff. And if you get caught, you got to be uh, sacrificed. <laughs> you got to have a signal sent. And in this case, Philippe Hernandez gone for 2021. Whether he deserves to be gone for the whole season, I don't think it matters. Uh, the league is sending a signal, and that's what you got to believe. Got to watch this. Uh, did you see Bad Sport on Netflix about all the you know gambling? Point shaving, Arizona State scandal, uh, even cricket scandals in South Africa. It's pretty cool. Did you see that? Yeah. And, and by the way, they're going to turn into a special because there are a whole lot more of these incidents that are coming out. Uh, and it's just it's part of the world we live in with all the gaming that went from only Jersey and Vegas two years ago to now everybody under the sun and you have matches fixed at the lowest levels. There's a lot of discussion about tennis matches being fixed because you can influence those more specifically and others. So, you know, nobody said it was going to be completely clean. I think we've done a pretty good job in the industry of policing and making sure there aren't those scandals. Again, not everything's clean, but I think it's better than we expected. All right, so what's the deal with uh, the latest on Trevor Bauer and he's – seeking attorney's fees from his accuser. And how is this going to play out for him? Well, it's not going to work. It's not going to end well this season, certainly. And the claim is that this is a PR stunt by the woman who was in a hearing to determine custody and uh, uh, visitation and uh, the temporary restraining order. And then it ended up in a, uh, some publicity about the details of the, the action. I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for Trevor Bauer, by the way. And I'm not really sure whether collecting attorney's fees is the right thing to do at this point. Will he ever pitch again? Uh, I'm pretty sure not for the Dodgers. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen if he owns up and, and tries to figure out how to get his life in order. 
But uh, you know, we're we're, uh, we're not missing them here. Dodgers uh, in deep into Game Four, and the last time I checked, the Giants don't have a run. Well, I mean, I think Bauer's a predator, and uh, I hope nothing good happens for him. And I've never liked right. him, so I know he can pitch. But I mean, when I, this story broke originally, I mean, are you kidding me? This guy had his freak on. I mean, he sounds like some kind of absolute freak. And yeah, whatever happens, yeah. I just hope he doesn't get away with it. That's all I know. What did you think of Jimbo Fisher finally beating Nick Saban? For all that money he's earning, he never got it done, and he finally did it, and he even did it with a bad quarterback. Uh, yeah, you know, one of the one of the most dramatic college football games that's a regular season game that I've seen in a long time. It takes a lot for me to stay up after midnight because I'm, as you know, a very old and decrepit individual. Yeah. And when you see a game, yes, don't don't agree so quickly. But when you see when you see a game like that, you realize that uh, that uh, you know people are really. Rooting against Alabama, I don't care if they're the machine or not. And the funny thing is, uh, we haven't seen the last of Alabama, right? They'll come back through the West, um, and Texas A&M's already lost a game. So there is a scenario where they get back in the playoffs. You think they'll go to Starkville this weekend and cover the big number against Mississippi State and Mr. Leach? Yeah, they'll (laughs) they'll be motivated to do it. Just like they were in Oxford, uh, you know, and, and that in that uh, against Mississippi, and uh, the the games that Alabama uh, feels like would be close are the games where Saban seems to step on it. Uh, I'm not sure what happened in the second half. You saw a lot of jittery stuff going on there, uh, un Alabama like. But I guess that's what makes football great. You, Texas A&M has has lost the big game so many times that you're right. He finally got it done. So, uh, Sportsbox AI set to launch 3D golf today. Maybe that's what we should do is play 3D golf instead of the real thing. I like that idea, by the way. And I still have our airport sign in my garage from our escapades of many years ago at Mel Reese Golf Course. So, this is one of those deals where slow-mo biomechanics, if you sign up for this, you get 120 frames per second so you can look at your lousy swing and you can try to correct it in slow motion. But Ledbetter, Sean Foley, Mike Adams, Terry Rowles, and others who are the biggest instructors in the game are on the board. So you expect some good things to happen out of this app. So I just wanted to look at a couple of the top tech. Uh, Amazon's Thursday night football coverage featured uh, data tracking tools for the first time uh, this season last week. Uh, So they're doing some innovative stuff. Yeah, and the the cool thing about that is we're going to watch on Thursday. I'm going to do another sports business, uh, sports news minute on uh, Thursday this week. Amazon's asked to do some special things by the NFL because they want to get in the bidding cycle that was reserved for DirecTV, and and then maybe Google's going to be involved, and Amazon has some special technology, and they're going to try to use it, and we'll watch them evolve it every Thursday night. Players TV announced a, a slew of deals, including uh, Rakuten and YouTube. What is, uh, for fans that don't know, Players TV? Players TV is a big deal uh, inside the athlete. If you care about Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, CJ McCollum, who are investors, but you also care about kind of the inside story, behind-the-scenes access to the lives of players, some players are downright boring and think they're interesting. 
other players are interesting and probably will have a pretty good show. But this network gets the players inside and, in theory, kind of like the Players' Tribune on the print side, uh, will give you info that you're supposed to only get uh, when you log on here and you watch Players' TV. So it's an interesting angle. Let's see what the players can come up with. Coming to a good sports five, how about Pau Gasol finally announcing his retirement? Yeah, and, and by the way, he uh, and his brother announced it too, which is kind of cool, uh, announcing that Pau is, 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 is retiring. Uh, he was a, a model teammate. Can you believe it was 19-year career? Unbelievable. And he's also incredibly philanthropic, which is why I put it in the good sport five. And so he's a, he's a front office and an ambassador candidate, to be sure. I mean, internationally, he played uh, with Spain forever. Uh, I think he's, yeah. uh, frankly, I think he's better than his brother. I don't know if uh, everyone would agree with that. What did you think of the Apple and English Premier League deal with Ted Lasso, the hit show on Netflix or whatever about the soccer coach from America that's uh, coaching in the Premier League with the Greyhounds of Richmond? Yeah, I love I love the show. And I love the deal with Apple and a licensing deal with the Premier League and Apple means that the Brits like that show even more than we do, uh, which is a great uh, testimony to how Apple TV turned something that uh, is, a, is a great idea here. And you'd think the English would dismiss it, but they did not. And Jason Sudeikis is one of the best actors of all time. Uh, I like the show. I've watched every episode, and I, I think it's pretty cool, all things being equal. Uh, so Mark Cuban believes that the Mavs are going to make thousands of dollars per game from Dodgecoin, huh? Uh, That's what he says. You know, I'm not – you and I have had this conversation before. I ain't buying it. But crypto investors uh, include the Sacramento Kings, the San Jose Sharks, the Oakland A's. There are a lot of teams that are expecting to take payment in Dogecoin and also flip the value. So you buy X, and then if the Dogecoin value goes up, you make a windfall. If the Dogecoin value doesn't, then you're screwed. And so that's the magic and the curse of crypto all at the same time. So uh, Pete Rose started a betting podcast. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted to end on. I think that's kind of cool, right? So people have the nerve in Quake Media, I guess, God bless them. But the head of Quake Media said, we're excited to partner with a living legend and the incomparable Pete Rose. Yeah, living legend telling us how to bet. How about that one? Um, and I'll sign an autograph for you at the MGM every day of the week in a sports memorabilia store. It's so depressing. Great stuff, Rick. We'll see you on Coast to Coast. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So, the Pharrell Baller season begins tomorrow night in earnest. For the first time in almost two years uh, that, you know, leagues were shut down, COVID, you couldn't play. And I 
mean, it just annihilated our league. And we had to build it back from scratch. And we're going 7.30 tip. The ballers, number two in power rankings. I have no idea why we're not number one. Our front line goes 6'7", 275, 6'5", 240, 6'4", 210, 6'3 220. And we got two great point guards. And I mean, one of the guys, Coco, played with us before. We won three titles. And I mean, he is just unstoppable. A monster. A rim raker. The guy hangs on the 10 with his onions in your face. I was able to recruit him. I'm like John Calipari, recruiting, bringing in all the best players. He played three seasons with us. We went 30-0 and and won all three titles. No questions asked. Then he broke off and wanted to do his own thing and screwed us. And then he became the enemy backstabber. I used to try to break his nose every time I played against him because he has a giant nose and we love him for it. But what we're going to do now is we're going to feed him the pill in the low post and watch him go to town. It'll take the pressure off of my old legs because I hate running on the NBA court. It is bigger, wider, and it takes more effort. And I run like a duck to begin with, but I can score from anywhere, baby. You know, I'm going to light it up, son. The Pharrell Ballers back in action tomorrow night. Violence is certain. It's Pharrell on a bench. Vegas still up. Two zip on the Kraken. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 